Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Hey everybody, welcome to Click Stuff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking, and I've got uh, Jason Alvey. Hey, what's up? Also known as uh, Hands and Poop. Yeah, that's not fun stuff. <laughs> and uh, David, 28th floor Gosselman. Hey, I'm very tired. So, uh, <laughs> sorry for a little bit of delay here. We cranked out a couple episodes after Origins, and... Uh, uh, we've been on a little bit of a break. Uh, Dave started a new job, and uh, Jason's got his new baby uh, successfully growing so far, so that's good. And he likes to crap on me early in the morning, so that's always fun. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I had, um, I had been telling Jason and Dan that I had been kind of um, courting this job in uh, Louisville, Kentucky for, I'd say, a few weeks, <clears throat> and... um you know, it, it was it was like a. I knew somebody worked here, and uh, they were talking to the boss, and like, so I contacted him. He said, um, you know, turn in an application, use me as a reference. I did all that. <clears throat> then I didn't hear crap for like a week. Then I get a call, and then he's like, "Hey, you're probably gonna get a call here." On, it was on Friday. He's like, "Probably gonna get a call here on Monday." And then I didn't get my call on Monday, and then. Uh, uh, like two weeks later on a Monday, I get the call, <laughs> and they want me in Louisville the next day. So I basically, uh, <clears throat> I know I'm going to get the job. It's just the formality of going there and doing the interview. And uh, I moved to Louisville with like two hundred dollars in my pocket, and uh, but I got the job and it pays really good. And it's just I've been super, super busy and working a lot, so I haven't really had a bunch of time to do the show. And now we don't get to see Dave every week. We miss right. Him. I am a permanent resident of Louisville, Kentucky, for probably the next year. But we are uh, super excited that you have a job. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had one before, but this one's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're just sad you're not here. I'm yeah. sad I'm not there. Very true. So... Uh, we've got a couple of announcements to start our show off with, and then we're going to be doing our Elseworlds uh, pre Elseworlds review minus the one chase and one rare, um, which will probably be irrelevant. It's either going to be irrelevant or game changing. One of the two. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's going to be it's going to be two polarizing pieces. It's it's one way or the other. Uh, then we're going to we'll do a little bit of colossal review um, on the Retaliators. Um, we've got some rankings that we've put together, so I think we've got a little bit of debate to go through on the show on those. Um, so we'll start out with our announcements. Uh, so first of all, our next show uh, is going to be a special episode, um, and it should be awesome, mainly because it won't have the three of us on there. Um, 
man, the guys didn't even laugh at that. Uh, it's gonna be, <laughs> um, you mean it's going to be missing our awesomeness? Is what you mean? Well, sure. <laughs> um, it's, it's self. It's self deprecation. Um, yes, but it's still going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, just um, in a different way. So my wife Sam Pal is gathered up some of the women of uh, Hero Clicks to have an all female episode of uh, Click Stuff. So there's going to be I think four ladies from Canada, including Amber Collins from Married with Clicks, and um, there's going to be Sarah Edwards and Jennifer um, Jennifer Bass on the here. So they're going to have a pretty big show next week. Uh, they're going to record on Saturday, I believe, and uh, uh, should be a good time. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, second announcement would be our uh, states categories. Uh, so we've been talking about having a states contest, uh, and we've uh, arranged four states locally for us to go to. Um, so I've got two uh, two main categories. Um, that I want to prize out. Um, I'll be using uh, Patrick's results from Majestics to do the first category. Um, anyone that has um, three or four state wins, uh, I'm going to put them in a contest um, or put them in a drawing uh, for uh, some prizing. I've got a uh, rock map and a Captain America LE, uh, Con LE. And uh, some Clickstaff tokens uh, to provide, um, and I'm working on getting a little bit more prizing for the drawings. Uh, second category uh, would be anyone that attends all four states that uh, Clickstaff is set up. Uh, that'll be um, Illinois, Missouri, Tennessee, and then Kentucky. Uh, we'll put them in a drawing for the uh, for some prizing as well, um, and then. Um, anyone that attends all four of those and uh, tops with a different team with all four um, will probably throw in some prizing there as well. So, um, trying to give out some few things, trying to encourage some uh, attendance to these four uh, states and really all states in general um, if you can win three or four, which I think is a pretty sweet thing. Yeah, it should be fun. So is uh everybody's getting their uh, face blown off? So <laughs> or not? <laughs> right. Likely not. So obviously, uh, you know, we are uh, uh, take not going to give the prizing to ourselves. Um, so if nobody meets those categories, um, you know, we'll we'll find out something to uh, prize out. Um, yeah, we'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. We'll give out the prizing one way or the other. Um, so, uh, next announcement would be our dial contest. Um, and Dave, I'll let you uh, announce our winner and why we chose him. Um, our winner was John Scooter Robinson with his uh, Rogue One set. It was Rogue One, right? It's I'm yes, it was Rogue One. <laughs> It was I'm it looked it looked, it looked amazing. The level that a level of detail that he went into making this stuff up was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was just I mean, everybody did a great job, but like his his presentation was um super professional. Like he had the cards, he had um, you know, the dials printed. Um 
the characters were really great representations. Uh, I mean, just just the whole thing. I mean, if y'all could see it, and you know, it, with John's permission, I'm sure he could post it. But just it was. Um, I mean, it just kind of stood out. Um, there were a lot of good submissions. It's just his, just really, you know, the second that you saw it and it hit you, you're just like, oh wow, this is uh, this is something special. So that's why I chose him. Yeah, and we all agreed with Dave. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of good dials. We reviewed a lot of good dials. Um, surprising, surprising amount of submissions. Um, so yeah, y'all do really well. Um, on making up dials, it's like a, yeah, it's like WizKids should hire some of its players to make cool dials. <laughs> but I mean, other than the the long turnover for the um, for the announcement of the winner, I still thought it was pretty cool. I liked reading a lot of the stuff, and I mean, I'd like to do something similar again. Um, <laughs> maybe not. Um, Maybe not so many pieces because, man, I'll tell you what, when you get about 15 submissions and everybody's submitting like 10 pieces each, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Makes <laughs> a know, lot of work to look through that. That's 150 non-real pieces you have to look through and assess. And um, and to be honest, there were a few that I had to get other people's opinions on because um, I wasn't super familiar with the source material. So, uh, you know... Um, I don't think that hurt anyone because, you know, I, I kind of looked at the, the dials and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, um, you know, just because I wasn't super familiar doesn't mean that, like, I couldn't assess if something was uh, incredibly broken for its point value or something like that. Although I do wish that we had Sam Powell's Dr. Mario because that guy was awesome. Yeah, power action and move your speed value. That and just like his support was nuts and just all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Sam definitely made a uh, undercosted piece there. <laughs> he, he would have definitely been like a super rare prime or something. No, he could have been a super rare prime because how else would you have moved Jakeem for 10 for free with a power action? <laughs> That's why he would have been a prime. Stop. Mm. <laughs> just stop, stop damn. <laughs> Anyways, I want that Dr. Mario. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, anyways, for uh, for John's effort, uh, we're going to send him some Clickstaff tokens and a uh, Con Le Red Hulk. Oh so, snap! Nice. So, uh, congrats, uh, congrats, John. Yeah, good job. Congratulations. So, um, uh, the next thing to talk about before we jump into Elseworlds would be, um, I've got you know I didn't really uh, get to talk too much about my Origins experience. Um, so I just want to spend just a couple of minutes and, and I've got one point, uh, to bring up from there. So, um, I, I got, uh, fifth in nationals and ninth through 16th and worlds with the same team, um, which, uh, which was a very fun team. So, so in, in nationals and worlds, I played the same team, uh, really fun team. I enjoyed playing, um, I played Jakeem at 177 with, um, Eclipso and Supreme Intelligence, the tank, Bizarro Green Arrow, uh, two Atoms, and an Ameridroid. Uh, four IDs. Uh, in Nationals, I played Level 7, uh, Nightwing, uh, Peace Machine, and Cosmic and Spider-Man ID uh, with uh, Nick, Hawkeye, 
uh, Cosmic Spider-Man, Superior Spider-Man, and Peace Machine uh, for Nationals, for and then for Worlds, I took off Peace Machine and added in Firestorm. Um, so super fun team. Um, the uh, the math on the team was is that if uh, someone dropped the tank on Bazero and killed my uh, two retaliators, um, that I could retaliate back um, with Jakeem. And get up on points, um, especially if they used a um, ID to deliver the tank. Um, it just made the points work out pretty awesome, um, and I got the tank out of the way. So, uh, and it was a big stop to the, uh, you know, shoot, use Nick to drop the tank on Jakeem and one shot Jakeem. So never had my Jakeem one shotted, thankfully. Um, so it it was fun Uh, took home a lot of prizing Um, so the point I wanted to make um, and this is the debate we get a lot of uh, casual versus uh, uh, meta players Um, you know and uh, you know should you play in meta you know do you play in meta that sort of thing Uh, if you especially if you're a casual player thinking about getting into meta Um, so last year Jason and I went and uh, we didn't play in Worlds. We played in Battle Royals mostly. Yep. Um, and so, you know, in the on the world side of things where the meta competition is happening, you know, the games are serious, the competition is serious, but in between rounds, people are joking and, um, you know, cutting up and that sort of thing and just really having a good time. Um, I go over... Um, at the end of the day, when Battle Royals are still happening, and uh, talked to a couple of the Battle Royal players that I was acquaintances with and asked them how their day was going, and they were like, oh man, our day is just going super shitty. They've handed out three freaking uh, Con Ellie's, uh, Captain Americas, and all I've seen is Spider Gwens, and haven't pulled any chases. Um, so, I mean, these guys are, you know, trying to hustle and flip things for um, eBay and Facebook groups and, um, you know, they're really struggling hard, um, you know, really not having a good time to whereas I'm having just a normal day, um, just cutting up with a bunch of my buddies. So I think, uh, I think the point being is that folks that are, uh, scared of playing meta, I guess, I don't know if that's the right word, uh, but, uh, tense about it or anxious about it. You know, you'll have a good time. You'll make good friends, and you will have good time in between rounds. Um, so don't. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. I mean, it, yeah. it's not this this big scary thing to to play meta. I mean, I this community is full of good people and nice players, man. Yeah, they're not out to mug you. <laughs> <laughs> well, now for the you... most part. On the map, on the map, perhaps, but not in real life. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> I would wouldn't say that about the uh, battle royal uh, folks. I mean, they, there was no cutting up, there was no, you know, laughing and giggling or whatever. And oh yeah, you're out for blood. Yeah, I mean, is yeah. I was like, ugh. I played in a couple, and I was like, I am not having fun doing this. Well, you know, so so one thing I've kind of noticed is um. 
a lot of it is having to do with we have rocks, we have WKOs, and and where it used to be, hey, I, we show up to Origins or back then Gen Con, we don't know half these people, right? And unless mm-hmm. you're a con player and you go every year to every con, like Nationals and Worlds, whenever they were separate, things like that, you know, there was there was this obvious like club. Uh, of the guys and gals who, who who went to all the cons and knew each other, right? Just from years of experience and playing each other and seeing each other and meeting up. But now that we have so much more activity um, in the competitive scene, you know, we know more people and more people. And also with the, the influx of Facebook groups, man. So even if you, like, um, I think I've met DJ in person twice but i feel like we've known each other for forever because we're in all kinds of groups together we share a lot of similar opinions about about stuff you know we can we can have um uh, a disagreement about a piece and nobody's like butthurt about it so i mean like with with all these open lines of communication and actually seeing each other uh, more often, I feel like the competitive scene has become a lot more open to everyone and a lot more friendly. So, like, whereas people who seemed kind of unreachable back in, like, 2013, 2014 are just, you know, there's the guys you sit down with for lunch during, you know, during the break nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you, and really, you just got to take that first step and try a competitive event. Right, right. I think a lot of the people who have yeah. a problem with it may have tried the competitive stuff before uh, all these, you know, changes had happened. So, yeah. So, you know, that, that was that was it. It was it was fun. It was a blast. You know, I look forward to playing in nationals and worlds again, and uh, maybe hopefully doing a little bit better. Yeah, although, man. I although, mean, you did really well. Yeah, although I, you know, I. Uh, I was not displeased at all. Um, no, you can't be. I mean, with, my, the, with uh, the level of competitors there, but that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, my uh, my nationals run ended with uh, George Masu hitting a shape change, and uh, <laughs> I, I asked him after we got done. I was like, "Roll that shape change again!" And damn it, if he didn't hit a six again, just right out, just bam. <laughs> I was like, "All right, fair enough." That's uh, what separates them, man. I swear. No, Just them I mean rolls at the right time sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like mean, I said. But you know, you see someone like George, right? And you think, oh man, you know, he's he made the uh, he made a piece and all this other stuff, and you know, uh, George and I had a really tight game until he hit that shape change. Right. Um, I mean, it's like I said before. Like, it's amazing that Easton can run like a, a swarm of pogs and just like hit every damn attack. And, you know, you give me a nine attack, I won't hit crap all day long. You give him a nine attack, and somehow he's running up in there and, and crit hitting people with a freaking robo ping <laughs> with pulse wave, and I'm just like, how? How does this happen? <laughs> yeah, he's got to go for it. Yeah. So yeah, and then my uh, my world's run ended with my uh, cosmic Spider Man missing to uh, KO a Goblin King. So. Uh, so, yeah, it happens. Um, been all super fun. Looking forward to doing it again. So, I would uh, I would encourage everybody to go try it. 
And you won all kinds of fantastic prizes. Oh my gosh, yes. It uh, it took a big chunk out of the cost of the trip. Yeah. Hey, perfect segue. At least I sold all of those tanks before the tank was errated to oblivion. <laughs> no kidding. Right? <laughs> so, uh, let's uh, let's talk erratas. Okay. So, on the errata list was uh, Jakeem Thunder, uh, Goblin King, uh, Felix Faust, and Pim Pocket Tank, right? Uh, yeah. So we got the results of the uh, errata, the watch list. Um, I am pulling that up. So basically, uh, Jakeem Thunder, uh, no changed to him uh, based on the upcoming Outwit rules. Uh, right, and you know what's funny is they should have just called this article, Jakeem wins again, defeats the watch list. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Brother Voodoo did in the past. Oh, <laughs> yes. What's up with that? I get, are they the only two to ever do it? Are Jakeem and, and Brother Voodoo the only ones to defeat the watch list? I, I think so. Uh, because, yeah, even Orange Battery... Orange Battery got more of a clarification um, than it did. Than an actual change. Yeah, I mean... so, But still, I mean... Orange Battery um, <clears throat> created... You know, created a change to the game, so that, I would call that a uh, a change for it. Um, yeah. So let's see. The last watch list was uh, Q1 of 16, uh, mm-hmm. according to their website. Um, and that was uh, no additions to the watch list for Q1 of 16. So, okay. That's the that's the last article that's pulling up at the moment. But that's probably when they change their website around. Um. So, um, Q three results. Uh, Felix Faust. Uh, no changes to this previously errated figure. Uh, he, however, is early retired. Yep. They created a whole new freaking category. Just for Faust. Just for Felix Faust. Which, so everyone who (laughs) would somehow claim that he is not broken, uh, yeah, this pretty much uh, makes you wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, so I guess this would technically make Felix Faust, what, the most freaking, uh... Most broken OP figure ever. Broken figure ever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, to the yeah. point where they had to retire him early. I would agree with that. The most broken figure ever. An errata and an early retirement. Something they've never done before. Yeah. Right. Fucking Chuck. Yeah, nobody de- nobody tested that one good, did they? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so, at this venue, right, um, <clears throat> that I'm playing at in Louisville, we were talking about Felix Faust, and um, they don't play competitive. So we were like, well, didn't they errata Felix Faust already? He can't be that bad. And I was like, have you not played against him? He's like, well, not much. I was like, well, let's think about this. I was like, what, what made him super broken was the inclusion of these hyper-taxis, like Renee Tilly, uh, Overdrive, and then like the addition of like 
Samantha Cap, which isn't needed, but it's the taxis that make him broke. I was like, so you just sit back, wait till you roll something awesome on your D20, go all the way up into their face where they're limited and they can't do anything now because he's within seven. And now they're locked down for a turn, so you get the first shot of the game. He's like, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what makes him so stupid right now is because you got pieces like Overdrive and Renee. Things like that. So I'm glad he's retired, to be honest with you. I mean, even Jakeem got him, yeah. got him across the map far enough, basically. Right, yeah. Relevantly so, I mean, across the map, so. Yeah, to where he is a threat. Yeah, so I mean, it's just, he is, yeah, he deserved everything he got. <laughs> you know, I'm. You know, and the thing, the thing is, is that I'm not even mad that he retired. Um, you know, he, he made his impact. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he, he got his due. Yeah. He, he got what he needed and, you know, um, it's good for the game. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's just, there's, there's really nothing to be sad about or happy about on, on my perspective. It's just good job, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for your, right. thank you for your impact. Now go the hell away. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it really does change. It really does change a lot of my thoughts for the WKO at Gen Con. Um, scoring thoughts aside, um, which I don't really want to talk. I don't really want to talk about the scoring. No, let's not. Cause no, it's never gonna happen. Yeah. So, um, next one was um, the Pin Pocket Tank. Uh, so basically, uh, Pin Pocket Tank. Uh, you negative one your attack. You could deal your attack damage and the two pin damage, or you could deal the two pin damage then your attack damage, um, and in the uh, uh, attack damage could have been whatever a six damage Nick Fury shot. It could have been a, a close combat attack with exploit weakness. All kinds of stuff, right? Just super right. broken combo. A, a must play eight points. Um, so they eroded. Um, hold on, let's see. What is it, Jason? They um, iron pharaohed the, uh, the, uh, the pin pocket tank. The the pocket tank was crushed by the boot of the watch list, basically. <laughs> yeah. So so now the uh, the tank is its own yeah. attack. Um, you don't you can't deal your attack damage with it. Um, and then it says it deals two regular damage instead of dealing two pin damage. Damage. Yeah. Which so we it, it, it took Iron Pharaoh level nerfing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which, you know, I guess I, I guess yeah. I'm okay with this one because it took it from a must play, um, and it made the games go from three turns to more than three turns. Uh, yeah, I, I thought they'd just take away the pin damage. Honestly, uh, right? That's what I thought. I mean, two normals not they went, they terrible. Went. No, um, that was the biggest part of it that I had a problem with, but yeah, it's just really went beyond that. Right, now, let's let's be honest. It's probably actually it's, worth eight points at this point. Instead yeah, of, I was about to know, say, it, it's still, three times it's still playable. <laughs> oh god, more than three, I'd say. Or, yeah, I mean, or, you know. But I mean, here's the thing is, it's still, it's still playable at what it is now, because it's only eight points. But, um... It's just not as OP, so people aren't going to play it. Yeah, you just don't have to use it now. Right, it's not a must-use to, to uh, go out and win. 
And uh, another good thing about it is it's also, like you were saying about Faust, it's good for the game. It's not yep. who drops a tank on who first. It's not uh, building a whole team around the tank, and it's not you having to go out and spend 70 bucks at a convention or more than that on the secondary market to be competitive. So I, I Which is crazy because I've seen casual players complaining about the errata. But the same casual players who will be like, oh, blah, 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 competitive, blah, 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 it's pay to win. And then they complain whenever they ain't got to spend seventy dollars to to freaking compete. <laughs> you know? Well, so that's the thing, right? So that goes back to my point. This these non-competitive players that are complaining are the players that want to go spend seventy dollars on the tank and then flip it for ninety ninety five dollars. Well, I mean, here's the thing: it, it's better overall for the game. No, I'm, I'm with sorry you. if it took money out of their pocket, but no, I mean that, that's my point. That's going back to this, 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 this casual player. Um, and you know, it's funny. I, I was talking to Howard, and uh, uh, you know, we were talking about some of that stuff. And you know, so, so sometimes you're just not going to get casual players to play in competitive, right? Uh, and it's not that we personally have anything against casual players. It's just that freaking we can do both, and and I, I think it's stupid for you to have a stigma about another group of people because you don't like something they're doing. That's dumb. That'd be like me going, I hate golf because I'm not any good at it, and it's stupid, and I like playing putt-putt. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's there shouldn't be a rift, but there is a rift, and I'm not sure who created it. Me either. Mm. I'm not sure what why yeah. that happens. It's not necessary, and it's just not it's not uh, helpful for anybody. But what I can guarantee is, if you guys come and uh, play a meta tournament with us, it'll be the most fun you've ever had in a day. Yeah, I mean, I agree. We're, so, we're not jerks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, we're out there to have a good time. Yeah. Um, so the last one that got changes was Mister Goblin King. Uh, <laughs> two two separate erratas. The first errata was on his affinity gauntlet trait. Uh, basically, instead of him being able to stack quote unquote four powers, um, you know, Goblin King uh, can use his two powers until your next turn. It's still a free action. Uh, so it can be taken at any time. It's not like uh, Jakeem that has to be chosen at the beginning of the turn. Uh, so there's still a sh- crap ton of usefulness there. Right. Um, uh, but I think the big mm-hmm. thing was at 75 and 175, he can't use Power Cosmic. Um, which Yeah, that's pretty harsh on the 175 dial. Yeah, it pretty much yeah, unusable it... at 175. Right. Still decent at 75 as Dan Willis has to, but... Yep. Uh, practice. I mean, you're... Yeah. He's a 75... Taking the willpower away was really big. Yeah, but I mean, still a 75. A 75-point piece in today's meta that can choose two powers every single turn and has decent values. Well, let's put it this I mean, way. If you told me that you could give me a 75-point piece that had phasing, flight, uh, invulnerability... Four clicks and perplex prob. That's probably a pre- that's probably a pretty damn playable piece. 
Yeah, especially in today's meta. Right. So, well, I mean, you know, if we're talking competitive, because is it really going to affect the casual game that much, like, on a Thursday night? Maybe a little, but, like, it's something you kind of live with, because you're not, like, there to crush people on, a ca- on like, a normal game night with right. so... Right, so I mean, I think folks, you know, had I've seen complaining, still want him to have willpower at those other two lines. Um, so, you know, the willpower is a big hit. I mean, as Jason pointed out, um, the power cosmic not necessary, but I think he could have had the trait that the Dormammu has. Um, yeah, at that would have been fair. At three, right? Yeah, yeah, he can still use willpower, but then again, you know. Uh, most of the scenarios that I've seen so far, um, when I need to push him, it's like a pick willpower barrier. Exactly. Um, I was going to say, you could just pick willpower. So, I mean, yeah. you can't really complain that the lack of willpower... Can, I mean, you can, but I mean, like, it's still available. At this point, at what point are we just being greedy? <laughs> Uh, I would love for him to have willpower at least at the 175 line, right? Like, if he's 275, power cosmic. If he's 175, he has willpower. And then if he's 75, he doesn't have either, you know? But, like, at what point are we just like, oh, I get to pick two powers, but I also want willpower. (laughs) (laughs) 175 is just unplayable now. Yeah, I mean, because you can get Jakeem with willpower, stealth, and and all kinds of anonymity. For freaking 177, why yeah. play golf? Why play golly? Yeah. Plus, Jakey. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, he was better anyway. It's true. Mobility and range, people. Mobility and range. Like, those are two huge factors in the game. Yeah. You know, those, those extra squares really add up throughout the game. And energy shield deflection. Right, right. I. I was thinking that the sidestep, the increased movement, the one extra range, the two bolts, those already are a huge difference. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and most of the power combinations are still relevantly available to him. Right. And, you know, Goblin King's not limited to power selection, which is still really good. I mean, he could go invincible willpower and just take a regular ranged attack with what? He's got a 11 attack, 4 damage, or is it 10? Uh, 11 at 75. At 75, he's 10 for 4. Which is still yeah. stinking good, man, for 75 points. Yeah. You're telling me that's an average attack value for around a 75-point piece. There are a few exceptions that have higher, and then you got a huge damage output. So, I mean, he, he's good. He'll be all right. <laughs> Unplayable at 175, though. Just with the Jakeem out there. Unless you want another Prime. Which are fading fast. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have problems in the Thor set. Yeah, it looks like they're falling by the wayside. R.I.P. Primes. When that officially goes through, we'll have to make our list of favorite primes. <laughs> Man, there's so many good ones. Yeah, I know. And so many <laughs> bad ones. <laughs> uh, yeah. The first, the first primes. From Batman seems so freaking irrelevant compared to some of the primes that came out after. Yeah, you had like true. Sasha Bordeaux or whatever. <laughs> was that who oh, she yeah. was? Like, yeah. Like, what? I never even saw anybody play her. 
And then, like, a, a set later, freaking Spider-Man comes out, and you got, like, Brother Voodoo. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, um, so I think let's answer, um, that answers some of our questions. Um, KJ, um, KJ says, uh, asks, with the Faust dead, tank in critical condition, Goblin King injured, Jakima's boss again. Agreed. Um, Agreed. <laughs> so, Agreed. we'll talk about, um, you know, we'll talk about that in our Elseworlds. Uh, do we think anything else in What If could slow down Jakeem for states? As nothing in other modern sets has slowed him down up until this point. Uh, I don't see anything going to. <laughs> nope, I don't either. No. It's going to be a Jakeem orgy. It's gonna unless, be awesome. there's, unless there's suddenly a High Father Turtle in the set that I missed. <laughs> and a Tachyon, maybe? I don't know. Is there a, is there an orange battery uh, in What If that I missed? Yeah, unless that chase says you can't opposing characters can't pick powers, that's pretty much gonna keep going. <laughs> well, you know what? This also the the change to Goblin King really doesn't hurt the potential nasty monster team that you can run <laughs> at uh, Rock Cup and three hundred limited silver. Yeah, that's true. You just don't have willpower on on your secondary attacker. Oh no. <sighs> Oh, no. But just like the rulebook says, you can't be afraid to push your pieces. Right. So, um, Elseworlds review? Okay. Uh, sure, and then we'll go over the rest of the listener questions. Yeah, we'll sprinkle them in here. So, um, okay. uh, Elseworlds questions. Uh, Tyler wants to see uh, what are the most meta pieces in each rarity slot. Um, and do you think that Chase Soups is good enough to tent pull? So we'll we'll talk about each of those. Um, we'll do our normal thing, uh, commons, uncommons, rares, super rares, chases, uh, what's your favorite piece to collect, and what do you think is your meta pick? Okay. Um, so we'll go, um, we'll start with commons. Um, you want me to start out? Go for it. Yeah, because I'm just now really looking over the set. Like I said, I've been super busy, so, uh, apologies if I pick something or, or, uh, pass over something that's like the end-all and be-all of pieces, but I just haven't had time to look over it. No, you're fine. Um, so, you know, I'm torn on the set in general um, in that I think there's a lot of good pieces in here, but most of the pieces are um, ID card pieces. <coughs> at, at best, really. Um, so my my favorite piece to collect um, will probably from the commons, from the commons uh, will be uh, Diana Prince uh, Justice Rider, just because that's Wonder Woman with a cowboy hat, and how can that not be awesome? <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty cool. So meta piece. Um, Probably the 003 Wonder Woman at 75, 70 point call in. Um, so my my current call in uh, or meta justification would be something that competes at the point levels with Jakeem or Goblin King. I mean, obviously. Um, and then as far as call ins go, 
is it call inable by Jakeem or Goblin or Jakeem or Goblin King? So Wonder Woman 003 is uh, Mystics, uh, 70 points. Uh, she's got Charge, Super Strength, and can use Force Blast. And when she misses with a close attack after actions resolve, she <coughs> may use Force Blast as a free action. So it's she a good pick. she could pick up an object, do five damage, get a perplex to six, knock you off an elevation, knock you into a wall. Uh, with an 11 attack, and then if she misses you, she gets to knock you away anyways. <laughs> so. Jason? Uh, I'm gonna go with Shifting Focus Superman. <laughs> nice. Because I like Shifting Focus, and it's it's another nice addition to those Shifting Focus Supermans we got in uh, the last set, and uh, you know, this guy can uh, use Leap Climb and move his full movement and quake you with Precision Strike, so that's fun, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's got leadership. Uh, so I dig it. Is that your meta pick or your uh, that's, collector's pick? That's my collector's pick, probably. Uh, I guess meta pick, I'd probably say the uh, new Hyper Taxi, which would be Green Lantern. 55 points, phasing, Green Lantern TA, so then he can uh, roll a D6, and if he rolls a 5, one uh, carried higher point character can give it a non-free action, and if he rolls a 6, two higher point characters may be given a non-free action. I think some people are definitely going to try him. Yeah, he has potential to be good. (laughs) And so what's fun is that there's nothing that says that that can't be re-rolled. Yep. So (laughs) So at least until the rules change, um... You know, uh, meta thoughts there on that one from me is if your Mixie's holding a six, uh, carry your Mixie and your Sam Cap all the way out and make him roll a six and then pulse wave him and Sam Cap him. <laughs> You're a terrible person, Dan. That's a totally good, uh, good option. It's a very valid yeah. thing. But, I mean, uh, you know... Anything that's role based like that is it's just it's not guaranteed, right? If it right. was if it wasn't a role, then yeah, sounds good. It would mm-hmm. be broken is what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I moved uh ten square or I moved nine squares, now two people punch people. Go go. Uh so Sam Cap would uh make him to a fourteen, so he could carry twelve. Huh. Maybe this maybe this Green Lantern will be kind of cool with Shredders. Yeah, it could be. So now you can carry them up, they can sidestep in, and then there's the potential that uh, they can punch, too. <laughs> exactly. So in... Um, <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> so in uh, 400 Limited, Dave, you basically replace uh, Shredder. Replace Renee with GL? No, you replace Renee with GL, oh. all right? And then yeah. you replace Shredder clone with Sam Cap. Yeah, then you carry up, freaking get three potential actions. Right, so two or three potential attacks, and also some pen damage. So basically, <laughs> if, you, if you if you roll the six, right, you've got uh, sidestep, sidestep, pen damage, pen damage. Or if you need to get past Invincible, you uh, do Sam uh, Cap first. Well, you whatever, or do the uh, freaking four attack bullshit one, and the uh, <laughs> the other bullshit you can't make range attacks one. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. you Sam cap them, uh, and then you're like, "Thank you, have a nice day." 
And, and, and the other cool thing is that he's got Justice League TA, so it doesn't count against your action total. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good pick. It's a damn fine pick. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. a lot of that is dependent on rolling a six. So it's, or a five. You get it one is. Extra if you get a five, right? But hey, so, I mean, you know he can he can carry more people than Renee Tilly. He has the opportunity. He has the possibility of doing this, and she's already good. So why not? He, you know? It kind of limits the mobility once they sidestep away because Renee had that advantage where she could sidestep in with them. True. Carry on back. True. But but it's still a nice new fun spin on it. And it's still yeah. effective. I mean, you, you roll that six that one turn and <laughs> it could change the game around right there. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I'd My picks. It. Yep. All right. So for collectors. I choose 008 Super Police. Okay? okay he's good. got a... He's not very deep. He's 40 points, but he's got Super Police. Can use charge and plasticity, but here's the one reason I pick him. Metal Man keyword. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he could be kind of fun to play with the with the other Metal Men, right? Yeah. That is... I didn't really hit that. It's nice. That's a great pick. Can uh, <laughs> can uh, can bullshit big guy do that? Can he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he should be able to pop out into Super Police, right? Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> that have a different name, the Metal Man and Robot keyword. So does he? Have and a... he has both. All right. Well, Alloy is going to blast out into a Metal Man. And he has the Police TA. So other Metal nice. Men can shoot, and they get minus one to their defense. So, yeah, I just was like, oh, cool, this guy's a metal man. I like how they're bringing out things that complement things we got already, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, hmm? What uh, What if... No, never mind, this is the Elseworlds set. <laughs> so in another, in another world, Alloy splits into a police officer. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I really like that. Um, and then, so that was my casual one. I'm going to go with, um, the Green Lantern one as well. Um, you convinced me that that's a super awesome piece and I really didn't see it until you said all that. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I'm just now looking over the set and all I saw was a bunch of phasing and energy shield with low attack and damage. So I just kept moving. (laughs) But no, that's a good piece there. And then Dan, I like your pick too because that's a really good call out, especially you know, especially in this lower point, um, you know, pieces that we have lately. So I mean, like, not everybody's calling out 150 point pieces anymore, right? And, so. I mean, and she's you know she's five clicks deep, right? So and, right, and, and she's got Mystic, so nobody really loves to take Mystics, right? So even if they one shot her, at least no. you're putting an unavoidable on them. Yeah, and if they yep. waste that much to you know KO a calling piece, mm, may or not be a good right. idea. Then it, yeah, exactly. They're not <laughs> killing a main force piece, right? So you might be okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, uncommons, Jason, you want to go first? Uh, okay, yeah, I guess uh, for collectors, I guess I will go ahead. I'm just gonna pick. Uh, Green Lantern, because, like, what's not fun about a pulse-waving 60-point running shot piece with Indom, right? (laughs) But he's... (laughs) 
Well, he, he's a collector uh, piece because when he comes in off his ID, he doesn't get his battery tokens. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's going to make him not be that great for meta. But he's still fun to play otherwise, I think. I mean, um, the, the peop, he's 60 points, and he's got running shot pulse wave. And, I mean, he's cheaper than Black Canary. They do the same thing, except she doesn't knock people back. And he's got a, a flight and a bigger range. Well, their range is the... No, he's got a bigger range, doesn't he? She's only got six. Yeah, but he has to pay. you have to pay 60 points for him to be able to do all that. Because if he comes in off an ID, he doesn't get any tokens, and he can't use any powers or abilities. Oh, okay. That, My bad. My that, bad. That, that, that's the issue. I see where you're that's getting stupid. at. If, if he, yeah. yeah, if he could... Yeah. That uh, that trait uh, is what is what holds him back. But if you're just okay. gonna play for a fun team, he's pretty. You know, you just throw him out there. And yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, if I'm gonna go meta, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna go with Flash. Yeah. Uh, for ID, uh, calling possibly and making somebody miss a important attack possibly, on, and then you get an outwitter uh, afterwards. And he's only sixty yeah. points. So, yeah, that's what I'll go with for that. Makes sense. Dave? Uh, I'm going to go with, um, for collectors, uh, 014 Batman, because it's Dick Grayson, and I can put him on my dick team. (laughs) I mean, you know, we've only had one other Dick Grayson Batman, and that was DC 75th. So it's just cool to see another Dick Grayson Batman out there. Um, he's got the keywords that he should have. Batman Family, Gotham City, Detective, Martial Artist. He's not, like, mind-blowingly awesome, but, you know, like he's I said, cool. I like 50 the points. character. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the, the, the meta one is obviously the Flash. He's going to change the entire game. Because that, that, you know, so you call him out, so... Dan, did you want to read his trait? Or? Yeah, saving the president once per game. If another friendly character within 10 squares in line of fire would be hit by a range attack, you may place fast adjacent to that. To that, uh, to adjacent, and that attack misses that target. If you do for the rest of the game, fastest speed value becomes zero, and he can use sidestep and outwit. Um, so since it doesn't say after actions resolve, uh, it's one sentence. Uh, theoretically, if you call him in and he goes and jumps the ten squares, he, he would disappear, but you still miss. Um, I don't think right. they clarified or, or you know whatever clarified that yet on the win. So that's how everyone's kind of reading it at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, as long so as it I mean, works that way. Yeah. <laughs> right. But even if it does, you know, even if it doesn't, you can bring him in adjacent to you pretty much, and they either shoot at him or. <laughs> True. But I mean, so here's the thing. How many times have you played a game and you're there and you know Nick Fury's coming out next turn? Chase yeah. Hawkeye's coming out next turn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now you have this guy who sits there and goes, well, this turn, I'm going to go ahead and call out Flash. So now there's the potential that they don't even call out the big gun next turn because they know there's the chance they're going to miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So it's like... So if you so it's like man, if only I could delay that Nick Fury call out for one turn. Well, now you got a way to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I mean, he, he is... completely can change the pace back in your favor. I think we discussed it last episode. Yeah, we talked about him a little bit. Um, you know, and, and there's some obvious counters with some like Green Lanterns, 
uh, dropping down a free wall or barriering, but uh, you know it, it forces your opponent to make a maybe a decision that they didn't want to make to begin with. Right, and he's not a terrible attacker, so he can go out hypersonic speed, punch somebody if it's not too far away, and then do his special little trick while he's still on the map. So you get an attacker plus a missed ranged attack from somebody that could be game breaking. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he's 60 points, so it meets the Goblin King call-out, so thumbs up there. Right, I mean, a lot of things can call him out, so yeah. So I like him. I like him a lot. I think he's going to be huge, to be honest. I'm going to need an extra. <laughs> I'm not getting any of the set because I didn't get to pre-order it, because uh, I didn't have time to, to do it with this job and everything, so... I will be struggling to get some of this stuff. Why well, should pre-order keep you from doing it? It's just there'll be plenty out there. They do not order any here to sit in stores in Louisville. I've talked to every store. Unless you pre-order, well, they don't order so it. You can still buy it from Bang, Dave. That's true. I've just got to come home at some point and do it. You don't. They'll ship it to you. Oh, okay. I can do that then. Yeah. There's this thing called yeah. UP, UPS and FedEx. It's a quite amazing feature. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they can send it to my motel or I'll just get it to one of y'all's houses and pick it up <laughs> yeah it's you can well you can get just do it just don't worry you can get some so okay so uh my uh, collector's piece would be uh Necron the Bat God um doesn't matter what he does that uh, name itself is worth it uh, <laughs> that is pretty cool. So basically, he's uh, 200 or 100. He's got fairly decent stats, range, bat ally, quintessence, um, Batman family, cosmic deity, all great keywords for casual fun games. Um, and then, so other friendly characters can use the bat ally te- team ability. So your whole team has stealth. Uh, when, Necron, when Necron, the bat god, is KO'd by an opponent's attack for the rest of the game, other friendly characters can't be targeted by friend, opposing characters four or square more. Four or more squares away. So, your whole team has stealth, and then the, for the rest of the game, your team has quasi stealth. So, his point quasi stealth. His uh, his points are a little bit high for anything outside of fun, but um, still cool. But it is a game, and fun is fun. <laughs> that is very true. Um. So, my competitive one, I like the O15 Superman, but I really don't understand his trait. Um, it says, whenever Superman deals damage from an attack, you may choose to deal an amount of damage from 1 to his printed damage value instead of normal damage. Like, why would they... Yeah, do- you can choose how much damage... You can choose how much damage you're doing to the character you attack, so you can kind of manipulate their clicks that way if you know what's coming up. Yeah, but one to it, four... It, it keeps you from K... It keeps you from, I know, but it keeps you from KOing somebody, possibly, and then taking the unavoidable. Yeah, but if he's a call-in, then it's probably not that irrelevant. Probably irrelevant. Yeah, no, not for not really running a call-in, but... Yeah. So if, mean, you don't, if, you don't, if you know that next one click is a bad click for that guy, you can knock him onto that click. Sure. I, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, it's situational at best, probably. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. It's like, oh, I, I'm going to do three, and that puts him on a good click, but I know he's got a crappy click if I hit him for two, so I'm only going to hit him for two. <laughs> yeah. 
I think, yeah. But I think generally the most better option is just punch the crap out of your opponent. Right, I understand. It's so, um, it's it's a very niche piece. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, and then some. So the other good piece was you know Oliver Queen Templar. Um, but I think what what bothers me is one the chase is better, uh, two the le is better, um, three this guy is eighty points. If he was seventy five, I would agree with that because of his mag- <laughs> his magic arrow uh, character with if he targets a character with monster or mystical, he modifies the attack value by plus one. If he has both keywords, uh, he modifies his damage value by plus one. Um, so 80 points makes him, you know, uh, a mini shredder or a Jakeem sort of call in, um, which I think there's just better pieces for that. Um, so that kind of narrows me down to what I have to pick, which I'm just going to go with the flash as well. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the obvious mini yeah. pick. Yeah. Yeah. Those other two pieces are like almost there. I think Superman could be really good um, in general. Uh, the Superman's decent. I mean, he's just as good as the Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Superman, and this goes back to a lot of times we talk about low-cost call-ins. Let's say you can't afford a Chase Hawkeye. The Superman's, the Superman's fine. Or, you know, and I'm not saying that those two mm-hmm. compete with each other, but, you know, a 70-point Superman could be a really good call-in for your team. You know, don't uh, don't overlook some of the lower-cost call-ins to as a barrier to entry. Yeah. So. Well, you know, charge, super strength, four damage, 11 attack pieces, nothing to sneeze at for a call-in. Nope, not I mean, you can still pick up a heavy. <laughs> yeah, even yeah. N- new rules, yeah, he can do six, so. Yeah. So he's good, current rules. And knockback now, right, in the new rules. He... Yeah, you'll have, yeah, force, yeah, be able to <laughs> knock him back. Knock him back six damage. Get out of here. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, I mean, he's a decent call-in, man. Yeah, I like him. The Flash is just that much better. Assuming he yeah, works Yeah, just because he, cha- he changes the game. You know, the Superman's a strong attacker, but the Flash just can change a game. So. Yeah. Um, so, let's go rares. Uh, so, as Clarity, we're missing the dial for... Uh, one of the rares, uh, and that should be, I think, 30... 30... 30... Nope, hold on. No, we've got 34. Hold on. It's um, it's the green oracle. No, we've got her on here. Uh, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34. Green oracle is number 34. Okay. So maybe they I got think we her. got them all on here. We got now. them all then. Okay. Well, I didn't think we did. So, um, so collector's piece, uh, Dave. Oh man, still looking through them. Um, you know the rares aren't like super awesome to me. I don't know why. Uh, let's just go with everybody's um, super boner and go with Greed Lantern of Gotham. Um, I remember. I remember whenever all these guys were the chases in the Batman set, and um, everybody was like super, like hard up to get that Green Lantern Batman because he did look really cool. I mean, let's not let's not pass yeah. that up. The sculpt was sweet, but um, I mean, he's a decent piece. Uh, 
he's got the Green Lantern uh, TA, you know, so he's he's carrying a lot of people. Um, you know, he's got phasing, teleport, running shot, and stealth, which I mean, <laughs> that's also cool. I think the original the uh, the chase had what dual team abilities, Batman and Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I mean, whenever he has. Uh, Two action tokens, so you can use barriers of free action until your next turn, which is cool as well. So, I mean, he's um, he's decent, and um, I haven't seen the sculpt yet, so... I haven't either, but... Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's a collector's thing for people. They'll, they'll really like that, I think. Um, as far as meta, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, defer to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's really only one that I have, and but I'll I'll let Jason go ahead. Eh, I've got I've got two. I'm kind of torn on my meta piece, but I think I know which one you're going to say. So I'm going to go with a different one, and I'm going to say the drummer. Uh, this guy's forty points. So you're going he has meta, a ten. You're going meta first. Yeah, this is my this is my meta piece. Yeah, yeah. He's he's forty points. He's got ten range. Uh, and once per turn, he can use either Outwit or Perplex, um, and he has Sidestep, but, and Scientist Keyword, but he also has a trait called Reading the Information Flows, and once per turn, when an opposing character within range and line of fire would use Outwit, Perplex, or Prop Control, you can choose that the opposing character can't use that power that turn. And I think that just, that just, that just gets better with, uh, the new Outwit coming, uh, with the new rules. And ten range, you know, ten range out wouldn't perplex for your own piece. Uh, isn't a bad thing either, especially when they have sidestep. So okay. I think that's pretty cool. Then he's only forty points, so you can fit him in probably. Um, for my collector piece, I'm just going to go with that uh, hundred point uh, Batman number twenty six. He's just kind of fun. Charge, precision strike. He's got combat reflexes, and he's got toughness. Um. And uh, Outwit and Indom, I mean, just kind of what you want for a Batman if you're just having a fun game with Batman. Yeah. And if you have a friendly character that gets KO'd, uh, Batman can go in that guy's square and he gets plus 20 of his combat values to your next turn. So he's an avenging Batman. I like Avenge it. Avenge me! <laughs> and, he has, and, he has, and he's pretty much all the good Batman keywords. So. Yeah. Including Detective, which all Batman should have but don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. So I'll go collector's piece. Um, I'm surprised you guys didn't mention this. Uh, o33 the Ray, uh, Kingdom Come Ray. Um, one of the only piece that has uh, in currently that'll have four bolts. <laughs> so I think back to um, the question that we got: Could anything be meta? Uh, the ray could be if you gave him energy explosion and psychic blast. Uh, which, you know, psychic blast can come from Brainiac. Uh, energy explosion is a little bit harder to get. He can get it from Rachel Cole, Alves. Yeah. Yeah, but that's kind of, you know, that's that's reaching. That's about the only way I know to give it to him right now. (laughs) That's that's reaching, yeah, that's pretty reaching. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying. It's just you can. Oh do no, it. I understand. I just met them. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, it's it's not bad. It's not a bad bad way to do it. Nope. Less is less is a Punisher van weapon that can kind of do that. I can't remember, but 
Uh, yeah, but the Punisher van's all equipped, so it would get rid of a Brainiac. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So the the combos there are becoming less and less. Um, so my meta piece is actually going to be um, a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to go with the 034 uh, Green Oracle. Okay, that's what I figured you'd go with. So. Yeah, she's Barbara Gordon. She's got Perplex. Uh, your Bizarro Green Arrow can call it in. Um, and, you know, you get a Perplex with uh, Green Lantern TA, uh, Justice League TA, um, Batman Family, a keyword. So, not bad. Yeah. Um, I also like the drummer. I also like the drummer. Uh, Green Lantern of Krypton could be good, you know, because he's uh, Clark Kent. Um, uh, you don't like the ray on his 25-point dial? Uh, no, because you can just break line of fire. Mm. So, you can just uh, sidestep. Yeah, out of line of fire, and then make your attack to something else. Maybe. Mm. I mean, it's a maybe, right? But yeah, we've we've seen better at the twenty-five point isolated line. Yeah, true. Uh, super rares. I think it's bad at this point that I'm more excited about the commons and uncommons than I am the super rares and rares. I mean, let's just say Al Jordan and just everyone agree. <laughs> well, you also you also have Elijah Snow. Yeah, that's, oh yeah. yeah, that guy's stupid broke. <laughs> All right, well, Jason, why don't you go first? Yeah, I'm just going to say Elijah Snow is my meta pick. Uh, at one, you know, this guy's uh, eight range triple bowl. He's one twenty or seventy. Um, he's got a trait called the big freeze, and once per game, you can give him a free action. And for the rest of the game, if long as he's on the map, other characters that can't use flight can only move in direct paths, uh, which is kind of annoying. Um, and he has another trait called chilling your bones. You give him a free action, choose one that hasn't been chosen this game: power, close combat, range combat, or move. Uh, until your next turn, an opposing character is given an action of the chosen type after actions resolve. Give that character an action uh, if you can't deal it with unavoidable damage. Uh, and then he also has uh, starts out on his top dial with uh, he can use Outwitter Perplex, as is all the uh, planetary characters can. I kind of like him at 70 points, though. He's running shot Pulse Wave. Uh, it's not bad for. 70 points, but he also has triple bolt mine, uh, end cap if you're going to play him at 120. And barrier, which is pretty cool. I, I would not sleep on end cap because ID cards are, are huge right now, so I mean, it's one yeah, of the I mean, resources. Yeah, especially with 8 range and triple bolts. I mean, uh, that's yeah. a lot of end capping. Yeah? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's got that of perplex on that now. Yeah, so he can jump up his attack before he triple in. He's got pass. He's also got pass keyword, which is a good keyword to have. And I've just been always been a sucker for triple bullet in cat pieces. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would not disagree with you on that. Um, what about your uh, collector's piece? Um, let's see, King Arthur, uh, King Aquaman. Excuse me. Yeah. I think I'll be my collector's piece, uh, just because he's a KC piece. He's a, 
you know, you know, it's Aquaman. He's you know not bad. He's not horrible or anything. But you know, uh, twelve attack, four damage, exploit, charge. Uh, he just he's in, he's in a th- he's on a throne. He's wearing a, wearing a crown. It's kind of cool. <laughs> I want him for my KC set. So there we go. I mean, is there a uh, Aquaman ID card? Yeah, there, <laughs> there is. is. Yeah, he'd be a decent call in for a ten pole figure who's low dial. Yeah, he's he's one ten, so he's not as call inable as uh, a lot of things, unfortunately. Right. So, but I mean, he's still pretty decent. Twelve attack, four oh, yeah. exploit. So that's yeah. probably four exploit that's hitting. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it an ice cream off. truck, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was my phone going off. Text message. Sorry, I forgot to mute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like twelve damage exploit and charge, twelve attack and four damage exploit and charge. But yeah, I mean, he may or may not be used as a calling. I don't know. It depends on what you're playing. Yeah, I'm just saying he might be a decent one if you have a, a ten pole or whatever. Yeah, definitely. And it goes. Man, back. in the days of drones, he would have been pretty good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he, he would have been even better for the water drones. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Call him out, and he's on the Atlantis map, and he just wrecks. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. yeah. So a little um, too late. We can say things that we missed out on. Um, so I think they really got the wording under control um, by making these Pog generating ID card characters not be able to generate Pogs. Um. So. Um, Colonel Wayne uh, doesn't get to make a pog. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think the pog he makes... Uh, who is the Redbird? Do you guys know? Like, what's the... Um, I'm guessing it's his Robin. I mean... Yeah, the, the only Redbird I'm familiar with was um, from the Batman Inc. storyline. And I'm pretty sure that that's not what he's from. So... But I'm not yeah. 100% positive. Uh, I mean, I, I, this is, I've never read this story, but I think he's kind of like, uh, you know, he's from the past, so it's probably like an, something to do with an Indian an Indian character, but it's also his Robin, you know, so. I'm not exactly, but yeah, it's yeah. a Robin character. Yeah, I mean, he's fairly, he's fairly deep for 70 points, but, you know, you don't get a pog, so I, I think it just ruins <laughs> it from being like super meta. <laughs> Uh, Where's my damn pog, damn it? I think yeah. they learned from Nightwing. You know, I didn't even know until Dan told me that if you restock the Nightwing, you can get two Tony Zuko's. <laughs> oh, man, that's so silly. Yeah. I've done it once. It was fun. Still, I mean, having two free perplex support pieces on the map. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so, like, the Flying Batman's Kal-El, um... Right, which we've had similar, so... Yeah, but he's not that great. I think if he had super strength <laughs> on his hypersonic clicks, it would be a little bit better. Um, I mean, we're talking meta pieces here, so... Um, so, if I was to do my, uh, collector's pick, um, would be a Sergeant Kent. Um... So, Sergeant Kent can use Defend, and opposing characters can't ignore Sergeant Kent for line of fire purposes. Um, And he's got that high noon trait. If Sergeant Kent is the last character with this trait to hit an opposing character with a ranged attack, 
until your next turn if a character if the hit character makes a range attack uh, sergeant kit must be one of its targets so that's pretty decent yeah so you can't shoot through him seems pretty cool uh, Superman ally team ability with flight, past and soldier keyword. So lots of fun things to put there together. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how Dan said fun is almost like a derogatory term right there. It's <laughs> fun. <laughs> oh yay, that's, that's fun. Um, you know. If you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Um, so I, I think uh, overwhelmingly it's Elijah Snow. Um, yeah, in, that, in, in the Super Rare. Just, yeah. Yeah, Al Jordan's cool um, with pick a power stuff. Um and pick a symbol and pick a symbol too. Yeah, like, uh, pick a power, pick a symbol. Um, but still, I really like just the, the the Aquaman. I want to play him and Namor together on a team. I think if <laughs> if, if, Al, if Al Jordan was about you know twenty points less, he'd be way better. Or if it was actually Hal Jordan. <laughs> yeah, so you could call him in or something, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Um, so Sinestro would be neat if it was if we still had batteries, I think. Um, so uh, just from the fact that his special damage power is um, opposing characters with the Batman family, Gotham City, or Green Lantern keywords modify their attack value negative one. Um, if they target Sinestro, modify their attack value by an additional one. So give this guy give this guy a Sinestro battery. If you're less points, you're negative two. Um, if you assign that Green Lantern battery to yourself, and uh, overall you'd be a negative four, even if you're bumping yourself up. So, anyways, that's that's a irrelevant observation these days. Um, uh, Leatherwing is a. Another one you don't get to get the pog from. Um, Diana Prince could be good for a forty-point call-in um, with a yeah. support. Uh, one of the few characters that you can call in and have a support piece. Very true, and she also keeps characters within four and line of fire from using that whatever blanks. Yeah, so it's nice. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know the backstory of this one, but apparently she uh, manifests swords from her wristba- wristbands, which sounds entirely too scary. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if one of those accidentally went off? That suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Next up, it's chases. Um, Are these all from the Dark Knight? Yes. Returns. Yep. Okay. So we're which, missing. Which I'm totally cool with. We're missing one of the chases. It's going to be Joker. I think it's going to be Robin. Carrie Kelly, Robin. Yeah, that makes sense too. Um, I just hope it's somebody worth a crap. Uh, <laughs> if it's Carrie Kelly, Robin, then I ain't disappoint you, but she sucks. 
I, I never liked her. There are some people who swear she's one of the best Robins ever. And I'm like, well, you're wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. I just think it's too juicy of a non-clicks character for them to pass up at this point in time. That's true. That's so true. what's, mean... um, you know, I think uh, what's weird, so I was in Toys R Us yesterday, and we just got Muhammad Ali in Superman boxing ring, right? Right. Um, Toys R Us, they had just put out a Superman and Muhammad Ali action figure box set. <laughs> so <laughs> if I follow that train of thought, they just came out with a Carrie Kelly pop. Uh, figure, uh, oh, so that could be a thing. Uh, although the Carrie Kelly is from the animated series and not from the comic. Um, oh, from like wait, animated? You mean the movies? I know they they did the yeah. uh, the Dark Knight Returns two animated movies a few years ago. And, uh, and this both, is from Batman. They were both the, awesome. Yeah, it's from Batman the animated series. So I don't know if she was Robin in that or not. Hmm. Um, well, I'll tell you one thing. It was the the two movies that were animated. If, if anybody wants to see a sweet Batman movie, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> I can agree with that. I love when he's like uh, wrestling like one of the mutants in like the freaking the mud pit or whatever, and he's like, "This isn't a mud pit. It's an operating table or something like that." And it's just like taking this dude apart, just like breaking his bones and like just basically crippling the dude. It's yeah. it's awesome. And Peter Weller uh does a really good uh uh job as an old, crusty, pissed off Batman. <laughs> nice. So I think we can agree on this one pretty quick. Green Arrow's mm. the relevant call in. Yeah. Um so our question with that one is do we think after the rule change uh, they will simplify powers like the one-arm ollie uh, that says you can't use defense powers to include pickup powers? It currently does not. Do we think that it will? Mm. Uh, that's a hard call. I, I that remains to be seen. I don't know. Come on. No, you guys don't give me wishy-washy. What's your guess? Yes or no? All right. So no. are we saying... All right, so his power says if he hits, they can't use defensive powers, right? Yes, and today that's the uh, that today that's ruled as only powers on the dial in the defense slot. And the question right. from Brian Poland is: Do we think with new rules that will change to include pickup powers? Um, I'm just gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. There has to be a balance to it, man. Like, um, you know, so like if you if you hit Jakeem, okay, you can't use energy shield. <laughs> Um, so yeah. I'm just going to disagree just because I can and say yes. Okay. Uh, and the next question is, do we think that 050 Superman can be a viable tempo? <clears throat> uh, let me take a look at this guy. So As a 230-point uh, piece? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Um, he, he If he begins the turn occupying hindering terrain, do not have his speed value when you're using charge. So the trick there is you start him out hindering terrain, TK him out, he can go 11 squares with charge. Um, mm, not really. I mean, you take out... Uh, if you're going to use a charging Superman um, has a tent pole, um, just go with KC. Uh, it's one less range. He's got some hypersonic mid-dial, and his powers and abilities can't be countered, and stuff can't be lowered, so... yeah. 
I still think KC is a little better, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, a Nick, I mean, you think uh, a, at least a Nick shot KC Superman can roll out of. Um, this may, It makes an 050 Superman uh, irrelevant. But I am going to say, if, if you pull this guy in sealed, <laughs> like, um, so you yeah, know, look out. A sealed event this week or next week or whatever, yeah, that guy might win you the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you pulled, a, like, a TKer and some good support, yeah, I think he probably could. He's, he's beefy. I definitely want him as the collector's piece. But... Oh, yeah. These chases are cool. If you're a big fan of that Frank Miller storyline, I mean, there's no way not to love them. And I think uh, we were all hoping for, like, the one-armed Ollie and stuff like that whenever... Um, Whenever, you know, we heard it's Elseworlds, I'm, you know, there were people jonesing for Dark Knight Returns stuff. And did you know that they actually based the look of uh, Superman and Dark Knight Returns off of Ronald Reagan himself? Did not. <laughs> no, did not. They did. Yeah. They, they tried to make him look more similar to, um, to Ronald Reagan. If you go back and look at the comics, man, he, he looks a little different than, than Superman normally does. And that's because they wanted to model him after him. So, um, the next, the last question is from Cal Cooney. So, based on our review of all Hero Click sets, is Elseworlds on track to be the worst Hero Click set to date, next to Teen Titans, and until Harley set comes out in the fall? Uh, I'm gonna say no, Kyle. Sorry. Stop pooping on everything, Kyle. Yeah. So, I, I'm actually now that we've reviewed the set and looked at everything, I'm actually pretty excited. I don't think it's gonna be the worst set ever. I, I still think Teen Titans is pretty damn bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, um, I, I did think that UXM, UXM is currently the worst set in modern until we get the new first class set and get X-Men ID cards. Oh my god. So, so hey, why, why would you say UXM? Because there was only really two good figures in there, maybe three. Proteus and Iceman? Uh, Magneto? Proteus, Iceman... Let's see, hold on. Proteus, Iceman, and Magneto, yeah. And Morlock, just because that was the... Just to get Proteus out on the mat. He's really just like a tool to get Proteus out there. Yeah, but then in in Spider-Man, we got a thug that has a little bit more of a dial if you need to hold on to Proteus a little bit longer. Right, but we don't want to do that. We want to get him out. Yeah, usually. Can Um, can we go ahead and talk about how cool the Hourman OP kit figure looks? Uh, does it look cool? I've, I haven't it, seen the document. I think he looks really cool. Let me, uh, I will, we can keep talking, I will find you the picture of the guy, because he looks cool. Yeah. Um. Um, yeah, I mean, his dial looks okay. I like the fact that he can bounce back and forth from that other dial. I mean, pretty good, decent hunter pick. Um. believe they had it on the married with clicks page no so um let's wrap up a couple of questions here real quick and um um and then we can talk about our colossals uh segment and do that um so do we think um let's see what was the next question um we can kind of interbalance here with a little bit of a meta 
Oh, David just sent it. Um, yeah, that's badass. It looks... Uh, I like that coloring. I hope it looks that good in real life. Yeah, yeah. that looks sweet. So, um, Howard wants to know um, how much we think the boxing ring will be played at state and what will its impact be. Like a bunch. Yes. <laughs> um, I think, here's what I say. Uh, it's now boxing ring instead of tank, and now my teams are all three points underbuilt because Supreme Intelligence <laughs> plus tank made a nice 20 points. There you go. Um... Uh, uh, John Robinson asks, um, what ways do we see uh, Goblin King viable? We kind of introduced that. Um, do we think anybody can make top eight with him at 275? Uh, uh, I don't think so. You know what? I'm gonna, maybe it states. Like, if what? there's a states, you know, with like, uh, uh, I guess on the lower attendance side. Okay, I'm going to say on a large competition, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. On a large competition, definitely not. Yep, agreed. Um, well, unless George Masu tries to do it, and I don't—he can do anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, he's he's put he's put one man armies in there before, so I'm not doubting. Oh, I know, I know. I just, <laughs> I just thought that was funny because it's so true. It is. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's damn it's true. Damn true. <laughs> yeah, boy, I'm glad we got that in. <laughs> so let's um, should we talk colossals? Let's do it. All right, we're going to try to do this uh, as quickly and thoroughly as possible. Jason is uh, possibly getting in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he has to go put his hand in some poop. I probably do, yeah, like two, both of them. <laughs> so, all right. So, so we've got twelve current Colossal Retaliators: the Atom, the Sinestro, a Mare Droid, uh, Big Booty Wonder Woman, Super Bat Bot, Titano, War Wheel, Brimstone, Solaris, Dormammu, Giant Man, and Stilt Man. Um. And we all disagreed a little bit on which one was best, on which one was second best. Um, so we all agreed Adam is number one. One, uh, right? Fifteen points, sidestep, empower, uh, colossal retaliation that ignores everything, uh, basically, and deals penetrating damage, uh, ignores everything defensively. Um, super relevant. Um, yeah. Post rules and uh, current rules, um, and cheap, <laughs> and cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my my ranking went a lot into points uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifteen points is uh, a bargain for most of these. Um, so let's talk about number two. Um, Dave says Solaris. Jason says Sinestro. Daniel says uh, Skyscraper Wonder Woman. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, I mean, we don't have to talk about these two, you know, in depth. Um, so I, I don't know. I just... I, t- I, I t- got t- if you t- can t- care. T- yeah. t- tell me why you put him as number two. Uh, ten range perplex. He's a taxi. Uh, 
you know, he's, he's got, uh, I like that he has a little lockdown in his cost for retaliation power, so if he hits it, he goes three damage, and you can't make an attack next turn. Uh, I think that's pretty big if you can lock down their attackers. Uh, he got perplexed to boost stats if he needs to, 10 range, see through most anything, and he can and he can carry you around. So I think it's pretty it's pretty, pretty useful, in my opinion. All right, yeah. why, why is Solaris number two for you? Uh, let's see, Solaris Quintessence, 10 range, uh, outwit with the new rules is going to be really sweet. Um, he d- has a very large area of effect, it's what, four squares from, from the person he's retaliating. Everybody gets a token. Uh, high defense, 19, high attack, 12, and, you know, he's handing out tokens in a meta that a lot of the offense and game-changing elements come from ID cards. So so that's why I put him at number two. It's pretty fair. All right, uh, I'll tell you why you guys are wrong. <laughs> um, so, um, and I hear, uh, Wonder Woman has a few things that put her over the top. Uh, she's got a special movement power, seven movement sidestep. So that puts her right up there with Adam. Um... She also gets plasticity on that click, protecting you from hypersonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, colossal indifference, same thing. Uh, big thing, ignores mo- ignores blocking, uh, destroys blocking for movement. So that's a nine squares of blocking terrain that you just destroy. Um, her colossal retaliation power, um, she does two squares of the target. They're dealt three damage instead of normal damage and can't be placed or make range attacks during their next turn. So she has the um, best of Sinestro um, and uh, they can't be moved or placed. So she Well, to be fair, up. I put her at three. I mean, she, can, you can only, she only stops range attack where Sinestro stops all attacks. That's true. I, I didn't put her... And, and also, <laughs> plasticity is not going to protect you against hypersonic with the new rules. Either. Once it's changed. Fair enough. But I, I have her by number three, so... Okay. I think I, she's, I she's, she's, she's pretty sweet. She's also ten points cheaper. Yeah, she's so. also fifteen points, so that's super yeah. helpful. So, I think third place is where we had a lot of commis- uh, contention, at least between Dave and I. Um, so Jason has Skyscraper, uh, I have a Mare Droid, um, and Dave has... Sinestro. Sinestro. So, I would assume Sinestro for the Perplex, uh... Right, Perplex and, and the taxi ability is huge. This, I mean, nine squares, he can carry two characters. I mean, he can even carry smaller Colossals, right? So, I mean... Uh, if they're, uh, yeah, single base, yeah. Yep. So, uh, Jason Jason puts a lot of value into that perplex because he's right behind me on his number four is a Maradroid. Mm-hmm. My number yeah. three is a Maradroid. Um, Dave doesn't like a Maradroid because he has a nine attack. Right, but that's also because I thought his effect didn't take place in, let's see, hits. Because it's jank. I'm sorry. If you don't freaking hit, you shouldn't be able to place my character's yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you, but he does. So, <laughs> so you have a mare, you have a mare droid at nine. Do you want to errata your answer to be higher? Uh, yeah, I'll put him at at six. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put 
Yeah, I'll put him. I'll. I'll sw- well, no, you know what? Keep him there because he's broken and stupid, and I hope they ride the shit out of him. Because I'm sorry, man. If if you're not landing an attack, you shouldn't be able to freaking place my characters. I mean, he's how many points? Twenty five. Fifteen. 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 Yeah. So that's worse. Fifteen points, <laughs> and once per game, you get to just completely isolate a character uh, from once, the rest of my team. Not once per game. It's every time you do it, right? Well, I mean, just that that one time could be the time that matters. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like, hey, you're you're over here now, and it's like. Really? You paid 15 points, you don't have to hit, and you just completely screwed me. It's stupid, and it's going to become one of those things where you're going to have to have him. Or you're going to have to take him out first. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I think my list is actually, a lot of it's by point value. Uh, Amerijoid's another one of those 15-point ones. You just get so much value in 15 points from those three. Well, what um, if you had to hit the attack? Because that's why I was basing mine off of... I if he had to hit the attack, I'd put him way lower. Yeah. Okay, see, that's where mine was. Was I, I did not realize... Like I said, I'm a little out of things right now. So I did not realize that you had to hit it. That's why he's so low on my list. But I feel like if you did, he would be a lot lower on everyone's list. Well, so, this podcast is also educational, Dave, so we just, we schooled you. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I, think the, I won't think he would be like super low. He also has close combat expert. Against uh, other colossals. Against yeah. other colossals. So you can colossal retaliate. Even if you miss with the nine, pump it all into attack, you're now an eleven on a average of a seventeen uh for the other colossals um uh, to take them out. Yeah. Now understanding I know you're not there with uh Solaris. I mean it's an eight on <laughs> Solaris, but uh Right. What what about number fours here? I got uh, I got brimstone at number four. I have brimstone as well. I have Solaris at number four. <laughs> Actually, number five. Out? I'm sorry, number five. Oh, who's your number four, Jason? My number four is a Maridroid. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean brimstone's still still good. I think the ult, it's the pen poison is really good. He's still affordable. I think the only thing that really limits him in my own mind is. Is his colossal retail is pretty much in a straight line. Yeah. So I mean that that's the one thing that kinda holds him back. And and you're rolling thing. for that damage. You're rolling exactly. for that. And exactly. I've rolled a one way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah. But I agree that his pin poison is awesome. Uh I don't right. disagree with that at all. And, now, and the potential for damage there with him is is absolutely nuts. Now, to be fair, yes. rules change. I think Brimstone falls way down. Uh, exactly, yeah. He won't yeah. be able to poison after the retaliation. Yeah, right. that hurts. But for now, I think he, he, he belongs high on the list. Yeah. To me. Uh, and, and, you know, too. Yeah, and then to go to number five, I, you know, talking about rules change, I have Solaris. Solaris is way better after the rule changes, I feel. Yeah, and I have Solaris at five as well on my. I have a skyscraper Wonder Woman. Yeah, the the, the ten range outwit, the the, the uh, quintessence, the uh, nineteen defense, and the tokens. Yeah, the, the, the tokens are really good too. There's just the ten range outwit that sees through most everything. It's just going to be huge. Right. Yeah, I mean, and the tokens is my biggest thing. It's just if if he was like faster. And you know, I could carry stuff around. I'd probably put him way higher, but 
And to be he's, fair, in the comics, he did not approach Earth that fast. Well, okay, that's that's fine, but <laughs> it's come. So <laughs> he's gonna get here eventually. Yeah, he's on his way. He's almost here. <laughs> they had time to prep for his arrival. As far as I know, it's like a Dragon Ball Z villain. Yeah. Um, two years train up <laughs> so I think if you know we were given advice right the, the rest of our list is almost irrelevant at that point right right uh, because we we all rank Stiltman at 10 or 12 mm-hmm. right just because of the point costs yeah, yeah 70 points is ridiculous yeah um, so 11 um, War Wheel for me yeah I ranked War Wheel a little bit higher because he's a good taxi yeah I did too yeah, um, his his class retaliation is very hard to use. Yeah, it's a exactly. I mean, but but we're rating colossal retaliators, which is why I ranked him so low. Because well, while he is a good taxi, he's a shit freaking colossal retaliator. Well, yeah, I just gave him. I just gave him props for being a good retaliator. I mean, good good taxi. We all so. rank Dormammu like ten through twelve. Yeah, I put him at number eight. I put like, him at ten. Surely because of point cost. I think, yeah, he has a great power, but he does cost 35 points. Yeah, I mean... Right. 30... You, can, you can get two of anybody else, pretty so, much. Yeah, so for me, for that thirty for that 35 points, you get two atoms and an ID card. Right, but the, uh, one, the one thing I find super interesting, all right, about the Dormammu, and as soon as I saw him, I was like, well, that's funny. How many times have y'all lost your freaking uh, atom to uh, a mystic? Yeah, that, that that's true. Yeah, um, and then ideally, uh, I've lost my uh, colossal more to crit misses. Oh wow! Well, for me, especially with the Quinjet teams and stuff, a lot of the times when I lost Adam, it's because he's just wrecking a whole crew, and he gets killed by the Mystics damage. And I don't mind giving him fifteen points to put two penetrating on like five people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, but I thought that was funny that um, he has a very similar ability to ignore, like, shape-change super senses and penetrating, right? Like the Atom, but he ignores the Mystic. So I just kind of thought that was funny that he has the one thing that mostly kills Adam whenever I play. Yeah, I mean, even though he's 35 points, I still think he's better than Giant Man and Titano and Stilt Man and, I, I and still War, think and War could, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. He. I, I only rated him that high just because, like, I can still I can get two of most of these guys yeah. for his cost. I mean, I feel like Giant Man's only cool if you have to play an Avengers theme team. I, I rated him at like seven. I think I think his power is kind of cool. I, I yeah. actually had like a notes and stuff on it and everything. Like, I took notes and then we we had to rush. So, <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't know. I think Giant Man meets my uh, category for looking badass on the map. He does. I like I like the knockback from Giant Man. Yeah. It, you know, this, speaking of looking badass, I had saw some guy made a mod where they used a uh, a uh, Civil War like Ant Man they got from something and put it on the sculpt. Oh yeah, I saw. Like that. they they had some kind of like figure or something. And yeah, uh, they like modded the the Ant Giant one to look like the Civil War suit one. Uh, and a little bit more. Speaking of mods, is uh, someone swapped out a Meridroid's uh, Captain America shield with a fidget spinner of the same thing? <laughs> oh I yes, that. I saw those. Yeah. yeah. So props to those guys. Um, 
So I, I think so. Sum it up. I think we can all agree uh, the lower cost retaliators rule the land. Um, the uh, and then from there, it's really just a, a crapshoot of what you want to complement your team. Right. And yep. It's like it's like everything in clips. You got to go point cost versus efficiency. Yep. So definitely so. All right. All right. Well, next episode will be the all women's. Um, episode uh i'll get that edited and published and uh i'd like to uh thank everybody for listening to click stuff uh what's your two second um exiting thought jason uh i hate poop <laughs> dave uh i will try to be able to record more i just uh it took a little while to get used to uh being away from home living out of a motel so all right, my parting thoughts. Good luck at States. Uh, practice, practice, practice the next couple weeks. If your opponent knows your team better than you, you will have a bad time. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Clickstall today, and we'll talk to you all next time. Later. See ya.